When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very good morning. Welcome to the program. Yes, it's me again. G'day, Paddy. <laughs> Sorry, Eels. He's still crook. I think he's worse today or yesterday than he was at the beginning of the week. Yes, and I believe he even succumbed to a doctor's appointment. He did. Eh? Yesterday. We, we haven't heard, heard the results, no, have we? haven't heard the results mm. as yet. So, Paddy, get better. Um, he, he might be back tomorrow, may not. But it, it, mm. that alone makes it feel a bit strange, Eels. What also makes it feel a bit strange for me, a little bit of an odd day, is that we've got the first day of the first test. Yes. And it's Let's almost go. in another country. <laughs> it's yeah, the well, other side I of mean, the world that's, in that's, Perth. It's a very um, common Brisbane yeah. feeling, this, that you're feeling. Yeah. I'm not so much feeling it. Um, well, see, you're because used to people in around. Perth, for example, yeah. probably don't feel the start of the summer every year because yeah. it all happens over in Brisbane. Yeah. And so Brisbane get used to this starting cricket off. Well, Perth have got it this year. And we've just got to go with it. So I, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I'm looking forward to seeing how a mid-December test goes in Brisbane, to see if we can adjust our time frames to get to Brisbane on Saturday, the seventeenth of December or eighteenth, whatever the Saturday is, to go and watch that one, the first test against South, South Africa. Africa. So yeah. it will be the first test of a series, yes. just not the first test of a summer. Yeah. I think that makes a difference too. The first test of a series is always exciting as well. But, I mean, it, it, it just seems almost like tradition. We have, you know, Origin at Suncorp Stadium and everyone does what they do. Day one of the first test of the summer in Brisbane um, has a certain vibe, a certain feel. So yeah. I use the word vibe. But I don't think it's a very big vibe. Yeah. You know, the first day's crowd is all right. Some years we get it to 23,000, 25,000. Yep. So that's not good enough. Broncos get 38. Yeah. Right? So our crowd isn't good enough. Then day two, really low. Goes back to 15, then 15, yeah. then nothing, nothing. Yeah, but so the Broncos we can don't, get better. They don't, the Broncos don't play in business hours. The Broncos yeah. play outside of business hours, to yeah, be but fair. But the, pe- the sports fans are here and they yeah. don't go to the cricket. Yeah. So we make a big thing of this tradition, but we don't actually support it. We can get much, much better. Yeah. Look, I don't necessarily disagree, but I just think it's hard. Just because they're not there doesn't mean they're not interested, though. Mm, that's a good call. Yeah, and it's like Sheffield Shield Hills. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty listening now that are on their way to work, listening to us, and they'll be listening to SEN coverage from 11 o'clock this morning, and they'll be keeping an eye potentially on, you know, a streaming service to, to watch the wickets, and the same with the Sheffield Shield. I think no one goes to the Sheffield Shield anymore, but I bet you all cricket fans can tell you what the score is. Right, eh? Well, we might survey that one day. Okay. Maybe December 1. When's that? Thursday? Tomorrow? <laughs> yes, we it is start tomorrow. At the yeah. Gabba. Yeah. We start at the Gabba and, yeah. you know, we can go along and watch the Shield and stream the test. Yes. So the test starts at 12.20 our time today, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And we're yeah. on, and air, we're from on 11, air from 11. 11 Good. o'clock. And we've got Jared over there, Jared Waitley. We've yep. got Simon Cadditch. We've got Damien Fleming. The biologist. Yeah. Ian Bishop. Bish, yep, yeah. yep. So There's someone else that I was on there that I should. Oh, you mentioned Simon Caddish, didn't you? Yes, I do have written down here. Else, might on... be Stuart Clark. Did I hear Stuart Clark? No, oh, no, okay. I've got it written down. Sorry, here Clark. Yeah, no. nearly got your job not, there. <laughs> not that I remember, but 
No, that was it. We mentioned them all. We had Buck Rogers last year. Oh, he'd be coaching Victoria, I suppose. Right. So it's a... And work to do. Yeah. Coaching Victoria. Yes, we'll sir. talk uh, in depth a little bit later in the program about the test. We'll preview that. But I wanted to ask you a question first up about test cricket and what it's like for a player. We're talking about here, me as a fan and looking forward to the first ball of a first test, etc. What The night before a test, is there a tradition? Like, do you have dinner together as a team? Or what, what happens... From a, from the what would the Australians have done last night in Perth? Yeah, I can only really talk from my yeah, side of things, yeah. and th- and behaviours have changed. I talked to the Queensland uh, staff last weekend in Adelaide, and the night before the Adelaide game in a Shield game, what what do the boys do tonight? They came and joined our group for a, a pre dinner type drink, uh, Martin Love and Wade Seckham and Greg Muller, but uh, the, they said the players have a massage schedule uh, all through the afternoon and evening and they'll all get uh, order their food in and not see each other. Oh. So but traditionally it's team meeting. We just sit and finalise and the earlier you get information into players, the better. So, you know, early in, in the preparation, before the two practice sessions, really you should set your plans, your strategies, how we're going to bat, how we're going to practice, how we're going to bowl, and so that it sinks in through practice and then you just top up that meeting, how are we travelling and what what do we think and are we on track, are our plans right? And then we go out to dinner, get really drunk. No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, just we go out to dinner and have a have a nice feed and, and get to bed, you know, not too early because you can't sleep. Yep. You're quite excited. Um, the, the two days lead into any test, but definitely the first test of a summer is unbelievable. The, the media hype that is around every practice uh, is huge and it feels very you know, glossy, you know, and traditionally that was Brisbane, my, my hometown. So if you'd come home from Pakistan or an, an early tour of Sri Lanka and you get back to the green grass of the Gabba, it's such a delight. Mm. Um, and Perth would be the same. They'd be, they'd be loving it. And uh, let's hope that the first session, you love each session one at a time so that you can start real strong against the West Indies, and that's what should happen today. One of the quirky things, of course, too, about cricket is that uh, you can head to the ground on day one of the match you're playing in and not know what you're going to do. Yeah. You could yep. be sitting there on your backside in air-conditioned comfort for a day and a half. Yep, that's right. And hopefully if your batsman do the job, you could be two. Yeah, and, <laughs> and as a batsman, opening batsman, you don't know whether you're going to be facing – Michael Holding and Joel Garner until half an hour before you actually have to. Yeah. Well, let, let's even get it even more current. Let's yeah. Algeri, Algeri Joseph yeah. and uh, Jaden Seals. Kimo Roach might fire up with a new yeah. ball probably. So you, you're not sure what you are doing. So everyone's on edge this morning and that 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 is the unique bit of cricket. And then the game should take a pattern and a rhythm that you want to control. Okay, so the cricketers are nervous, a little edgy, maybe more than a little bit nervous. Everyone's a little bit different. How do you reckon the Socceroos are feeling? Uh, hopefully excited. So yeah. so they know, and so, I don't even know whose quote was it yesterday, so talking about the having your body 100% ready to do the job that you've heard is needed against Denmark. Yeah. You know, so that's that's all they've got to preoccupy themselves with. You know, total preparation, and then what am I doing from the first minute of play, and and have that covered in your head so that you haven't got time to be as nervous as you you once were. That, that you've got to fill your, fill your head with plans and get them done. I thought we were a bit apprehensive against France. Yeah, you know, when France scored their first goal, we had two men standing in the line of defence without a Frenchman next to them, 
and and then a Frenchman got through a gap somewhere. Like that was apprehension and uh, not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be physical. We're supposed to be on them and take their technical efficiency away. And we seemed to do that better in the second match. But the first match, we, we didn't. We were slow to start and never recovered. Don't be slow. Now, there are matches being played at the moment. It looks like England's just scored against Wales uh, in their match. They lead 1-0, and Foden looks like he's scored. And there was great criticism that he was left on the bench uh, for the match they had the draw. Who does he uh, play for? He plays for Man City, and he is, uh, is that the, he's a gun. Is that the men's team? The England men's team? Yeah. Look like under 19s, don't they? <laughs> How fresh and fit oh, he's, are they? he's only a young bloke. Yeah. He's only a young bloke. But he is a superstar. 2 0, is it? 2 0, yeah. I've missed a goal, have Big I? Goals, yeah. Oh, Rashford ben Davis. and Foden. Oh, ben Davis is just stuffed up. Yeah, but have you been concentrating, Harry, Cohen, Harry on your Cohen. job? Have you yeah. been watching the soccer? Hey, mate, the TV's on, uh, behind me. Yeah, oh, that's no, your job. Exactly. So that's 2 0. England will finish top of their group um, with that. And United States 1 lead Iran 0. So the USA, I think, mm. and Iran will uh, sorry, USA and England will go through. What do you make of What do you make of the uh, criticism of how Qatar have done? That, did we expect them to do better? I didn't. No, they're not the lowest ranked team in in the comp. Yeah, but gee, they're making a big thing of this is yeah. the first time the hosts might, mightn't get a point or haven't got a point. Right. And but what did we expect? When the World Cup went to Qatar, yeah, I mean, they're oh, not, we're going to win the tournament. I wouldn't have thought they were a powerhouse of world football, no. and expect they were. Let's be honest, Heels. Um, I think there was more. Um, I suppose the reaction to them being awarded the World Cup um, was more surprising than them missing out on getting through the round of sixteen or even scoring a goal. Yeah. I think that was more surprising than their actual performance at the... And they got automatic qualification. Yeah. Hey, and they, they chose to play a lot of their games in Europe, the practice games, you know. So so what happens in 2026? There's three countries co-hosting, Mexico, Canada oh, and the USA. Do they, all, do they all qualify? I, I don't know. We were talking about this the other day. I don't know how it works. What is it? Mexico, Canada. And USA. So North America oh, is hosting yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, the next World Cup. But anyway, yeah, Australia... It's ta- very interesting. Yeah, yeah, so Australia take on Denmark at 1 o'clock. You'll hear that match here on SEN. Um, Graham Arnold. 1 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yes, 1 a.m. that match starts. Graham Arnold spoke briefly about Denmark. Yeah, look, obviously uh, they're a strong team. Um, they are ranked number 10 in the world for a reason. And uh, But, uh, again, I keep saying this, but the focus is solely on ourselves and uh, <clears throat> making sure that uh, the players uh, recover well and they're in a good headspace and ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. Come on, be feisty, mm. physical. He's spoken about that rough. a lot, the fact, just be ready to go. But recovery, recovery, recovery is pretty much all they've been doing uh, from the weekend to today. Yeah. it, it um, Yeah, they, they certainly overdo their um, uh, importance on recovery, don't they? It, it's much more important than moving forwards, really. Um, so, yeah, he, he's been saying plenty. He, he's... Uh, uh, no real injury concerns. There's a couple. There's a couple of um, players that he's still got uh, a few reservations on. Yeah, look, Schwartz, I think um, <clears throat> Nathaniel is, uh, we'll see how he is this afternoon. Um, and Aiden is, uh, yeah, you saw that he came on the last 15, 20 minutes, so he's in consideration. But we uh, will probably be the first time. Probably in the four years, I won't name the starting lineup tonight because we need that extra bit of time to see how the boys uh, have pulled up after the game. That worries me. 
Yeah. Well, um, oh, that's what I'm saying. Pulled up. When was the game? Saturday night. Yeah. Eight o'clock. So, do they not know how they pulled up by now? I know. They've just been in ice baths and and not naming because he's not sure. Yeah. Unless that's a smokescreen. Yeah. He wants to put Denmark off. I don't he's know. He's certainly not known to be that unsure as a as a coach. No. Is he? Yeah. No. So but, I'm gonna be concerned about that. What about the Scottish physiological departments? Yeah, Martin <laughs> Boyle and his injury. Basically, what I have is a discoid meniscus where I've got a larger meniscus than normal. So basically, that was keeping everything in place. It was keeping my cruciate stable and long story short, that I could have had this um, ACL injury for about six, seven years. So I've been playing through it. It's a bit of a tricky one. I know I'm trying to digest it myself when you get put to sleep and you wake up and you know your whole knee's been reconstructed. Um, so. I think that's why I'm kind of optimistic that I've, you know, I've played that long with an injury as severe. And yeah, obviously when I damaged the meniscus, it's um, it's kind of just not been stable enough for my ACL to hold. And that's kind of why I've had that surgery. Mm. All of a sudden couldn't play with it. Can you well, explain? Do you know what, what a meniscus is? is? Meniscus? Well, my wife has torn her meniscus. Mm. Do you know what it is? It's in the knee. It's a tendon, is it, that keeps something together? No, it's, a, it's a cartilage right. and it's an airbag. It's the airbag that sits oh, okay. in uh, in below your femur, which is your thigh bone, yep. and your tibia, which is your big shin bone. Your fibula starts a little bit lower from the uh, tibia. Yeah, it's, it's the big padding that's in between it, really. It's not that padded. You'll see it in a chalk. When, when you eat chicken, have a look at it. All oh, the right. cartilage that's yeah. around around all the um, yeah. but, you know the ligaments and and it's held he's, he's got a big one but the knee was firm and the ACL stayed together for 7 years unbelievable maybe maybe he said it but yeah. he triggered it only a couple of months ago yeah, yeah. and and yeah. could play with it and was told you can go you can go to the world cup but you're just going to have to play with pain and he gets over to the world cup and he can't handle that pain it's too much and they were saying the facilities there for the surgery and everything is just unbelievable yeah 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 oh, that's, that's why they Oh. Excuse me, he also just had to sneeze there. Uh-huh. You looked away. I was hoping you might continue talking. Um, yeah, no, yeah I that's why. <laughs> no, I know. Thinking, where's he gone? <laughs> <laughs> that's why um, he got the surgery done straight away because the facilities are just extraordinary, mm, as you right. can imagine. All the best yeah. football yeah. players in the world in one spot. They need the best medical teams as well. Yeah, right. Well, I like um, I like Graham Arnold when he spoke about this. This is um, covering over a lot of things that you know. Australian soccer have to deal with. And it's not right. Um, when I say that, it's, uh, you know, whatever happens with this World Cup, we need to, I think, the organisation and everything needs a, a review of what's going on at junior development because uh, when I went in 2018 and I first got appointed to the job to Russia and I watched the, them play, I could see straight away that <coughs> Kale, Yadinak, Milligan, Cruz... And an ageing squad was there and I needed to, you know, I'd already taken the job, I needed to find players. And then when I started looking, um, then there was nothing coming through. And when you're ringing A-League coaches and you're talking about two players per club, I barely could put a a squad together to go to Thailand and even to Cambodia. And, and, you know, that's not right. We need more kids given an opportunity in Australia. And uh, for me, there's massive concerns uh, for the future moving forward, unless it's fixed. And uh, so, you know, as I said, it was a quick fix. And that's why I did the Olympic team for nothing. And that's why I had to do it for a reason. And when I asked the organisation, what's the Olympic program? 
and it's 10 days preparation and they didn't even have a coach two months before, you know, that those type of things are not right. Yeah, neither's doing it for nothing. That's not right. You don't have to do that, honey. You'll be good at whatever your job you're doing. You deserve some money. Uh, but the Joeys, what a great name. Get more Joeys. Well, it's not 15s, as if they... 17s, 19s. Well, they've got enough players. Should do. And if they haven't, we'll find them at playing junior soccer. Yeah, well, they're all there. Yes. They've got to be identified and they've got to have a structure whereby that they're being, the money's being spent yeah. in the right areas. Promote some junior tests against New Zealand and Asia and... Oh. Well, they have their under-17, 19, all these World Cups and all that sort of stuff. We yeah. don't hear a huge amount about Nothing. But obviously, they're not, you know, getting around. There's not enough development. Maybe the A-League needs, needs a little bit more attention as well. Needs connection. You might needs have to connection to juniors.